Good day, all of my beautiful disabled disciples. Today is Thursday, October 14, 2021. And right now, I just want to talk with y'all about the two faces of identity. Coming right up on Handy Schlaft. Welcome everyone, it's so good to be with y'all here on the Handy Slapped Show. I'm your host, the Reverend Jordan Schrader, and it's just so good to be with y'all after a long week for plenty of you, a long week of disability struggles, disability troubles, disability stress, disability everything. And you know, sometimes when living with a disability, it's one of the things I've learned if not many things I've learned or many of us have learned, it's that it's hard to always be, I feel like sometimes I could be wrong on this. It's just one opinion of many opinions that we all have, but I think it's difficult to uh, live with a severe disability and be your true genuine, full version of yourself. One time I've talked about on the show how living with a disability is sometimes like living in a shadow of yourself, always eclipsed by something in front of you, eclipsed by a barrier, eclipsed by, well, in this case, disability eclipsed by a barrier in your life that, well, barricades part of you, who you are. Maybe it's decisions, maybe it's circumstances that are just putting you in a shell, putting walls up around you. Not the walls that you put up yourself, but the walls that life uses to ostracize you, to oppress you, whether it's culture, society, or other conditions that you live within. All these different barriers that suppress who you are. Or on the other hand, maybe they are a struggle with duality. Something that even if not in disability, the duality of man, the duality that we all live with on who we are and who we strive to be. The man we are told to become, the man or woman we are told to grow into based on the decisions we make heroism or defeat choosing to go one way and not another but then you're kind of getting into free choice and fate and free will and all that that's another discussion for another day but I'm talking about the two sides of ourselves the side that everyone sees on the outside the image 
and the side that you only know in your most intimate settings where you act as if no one is watching kind of like when they say dance like you know one is watching <laughs> the image versus authenticity that struggle of who am I really and who do people say I am what do I show for people what do I perform for them and what do I approve of myself what do I reject of myself that I don't want others to see who am I in a different setting am I someone different when I'm around other people compared to when I'm alone these kinds of existential questions we ask ourselves all the time even subconsciously without us even realizing it I was watching, uh, been recently watching the HBO drama series, The Sopranos. And uh, early on in the show, there is a quote that comes on the screen where the main character, his name is Tony Soprano, he's dealing with a duality of his own. He's dealing with being, uh, going through the life of an Italian mobster and being a family guy. It's kind of that really interesting drama of being this hard, shoot to kill, mafia type of man. Shoot first, ask questions later. And then at night he goes home to his loving family. He takes them to sports practice, takes them to and from school, takes them on college tours, helps raise them, helps them with their homework. That kind of funny duality of what's the kind of man that people see and what's the kind of, well, I should say man or woman people see and what's the type of person that I am. Going back to the quote, uh, the Tony Soprano, the main character, reads a quote up on the wall from Nathaniel Hawthorne. And the quote reads, quote, no man for any considerable period can wear one face to himself and another to the multitude without finally getting bewildered as to which may be the true. End quote. That actually comes from Nathaniel Hawthorne's classic novel, The Scarlet Letter. And what I read in this is... People are going to see one side of us while there's always going to be the real, intimate, deeper side and face of ourselves that not everyone is going to see. And in the end, going back and forth between the two is going to wear us out. And we get lost and confused unto who is the real version, who is the full version of ourselves, which face is the true face? Or are we all just wearing masks to bring about conformity, to dodge confrontation?
just to get to the peace of the day. A lot of that, again, goes back to image versus authenticity. A lot of us are afraid to be authentic because we are scared of discrimination or fearful of uh, being called out, afraid of being left out, whatever. It's a fear of not belonging. The opposite of what we were talking about recently. And tying it back to the disability, I completely understand that. When you live in a shadow of your true self, brought on by circumstances outside of your control, it can be very, well, bewildering, exhausting, tiresome. Because it's as if we can't help but live in that shadow because disability oppresses who we really are, whether it's in our physical limitations, mental inhibitions, or living in pain, chronic pain, day in and day out, feeling limited in our independence, in our mobility, just living a limited life. Like we're kind of stuck in the trial version of life, never going to see or feel the full experience, but only seeing the theory of it. It's not like we're living the beauty of life, but we're living in the theory of life. You only see what you could be. You only envision or experience a crippled version of life, a smaller version of the full package. You're trapped in this limited, restricted life that you know has so much more to offer, but you also know that you can't get to that point. And so it comes to this understanding of how do I live the best version of myself, live in happiness, live in joy and fellowship when being stuck in a restricted circumstance. Stuck in the free trial, you could say without any of the given benefits of life that are meant to be included in the full package. So you kind of come to, then, who am I then? What face do I wear for others? What face do I wear for myself? It feels like you're living a two-faced lie. Again, that image versus authenticity. There are so many times where because of my disability growing up, I felt like people didn't know the authentic version of myself. They only knew the disabled Jordan or the disabled person. That's it. 
that they forget that us as disabled people have relatable and authentic feelings, thoughts, understandings, and that we crave the everyday experiences of a non-disabled person. That so many people, forgive me, but that so many people take for granted. Whether it's just helping out another person, feeling like you can do so much for people, feeling helpless and in a help in a helpless state. Helpless that you can't help other people. It's a real state of being stuck in a between a rock and a hard place. But then we go back to this feeling of identity, who I am and who I want to be. In addition to what do people see, the multitude, who do the multitude see? And what is the face I wear for myself? A lot of this comes into the Bible. We come into the dichotomy of flesh versus spirit. The Apostle Paul references this in Romans chapter 7. And I'm paraphrasing him saying, Paul saying, I do the things that which I do not want to do. And I don't do the things that which I do do. End quote. In other words, we do the things we hate. But we hate the things we do. What is this clash of flesh versus spirit? Why do we do the things we don't like to do? Well, it's the deception of sin, the deception of conformity, the deception of a pseudo-community that if we don't fit or plug into a select community, then we can never be a part of it, that we have no shape, form, or identity, if we don't have some form of community. This deception that says we have to be one way for someone else because they won't like what's on the inside. But I say to hell with all that. It is a real struggle. Even a disability, it's a horrible struggle. It's a horrible struggle of why do I not have the means to express who I am to everyone? Why do I not have the authenticity for everyone to know who I am? Why does my disability hold me back or feel like it's holding me back? Why do people only see my circumstance and not myself? As in, that is your identity. That person is disabled. They're the disabled person. That person is going through a divorce. They are the heartbroken. That person does this. That's their whole personality. It's like all of us are defined by our circumstances. Uh, in the movie Batman Begins, 
uh, it's supposed to be in the sense of it's not who you are underneath, but it's what you do that defines you. In other words, it's not necessarily what you think you are, but it's the actions you do. It's the risks you take or don't take. It's the people you stand up for. It's standing up for yourself. But that's hard to always do when people already define you before they even know you, judge you before you even speak a word or make an action, judge you and define you based on what they may already know or based upon your situation or your circumstance. Or you drink from time to time. Oh, hey, that person is a drinker. They are a super alcoholic. Or that person slept with another person. They're an easy, lustful person. They are promiscuous. Well, look at the woman at the well in Scripture. How Jesus approached the woman in Samaria. Came up to her at the well. He knew her entire past. All her mistakes, all her partners, you could say. And he did not judge her. He knew her. But he did so in the sense of his presence with her. Jesus did not condemn her. But showed how extensive his love and grace was for her. He knew her entire past. It was filthy. It was dirty. It was sinful. Just like all of our lives. All of our pasts. Full of bad choices. Full of people who have harmed us. Just full of poor choices and decisions. And what does Jesus do? He may recognize it, but he loves on us. He doesn't condemn us right there. He brings us into him. What I'm trying to get to you here is that your circumstances do not define you. Your past does not dictate your future in the sense of your future is not over just because your past has moved along. It's changing. It's forming and reforming as God continues to reshape you and rebuild you on the potter's wheel as you are a jar of clay constantly being molded to his will and molded to his life for you. doesn't matter if you have a disability that holds you back. It may feel that way and it may be seen that way. But people can still get to know you. If they give you a chance. Give them that chance. Don't let your life or your circumstances that you're going through right now define you or your past situations or circumstances define you. I was watching the movie Stand By Me one time to a group of kids in the 50s where they're all a bunch of like rejects or outcasts. Uh, they're middle schoolers and uh, from the 1980s, the film. And uh, they, they hear about a dead body that's a little bit further away off the train tracks. And so they decide to go on a little journey 
and go find it because you know why not and this whole story the coming of age story of people trying to define you based on what you've been through and things you've done condemning you before you even had a real chance to live one of the main characters just wants to get out of that town where people don't know him you know and I think this is a universal relatable thing you know we we don't want everyone to all these fallible people to think they know our every move before we make it to think that they know we what we are going to do before we even decide or think it even they know us before we even know ourselves that is such a lie whoever you are today whatever you whoever you think you are let god fill in the rest that battle of the flesh and the spirit the flesh being your human nature of the struggles and the groanings in your soul versus the spirit of what God called you to be and what God wants you to do. Let God define who you are. Not people and not certainly your circumstances. I'm going to pray with y'all today. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray right now for all who are listening to this podcast. Disabled, non-disabled, troubled, broken, hurt, broken-hearted. Lord God, let your Holy Spirit be over them all. And let your Holy Spirit guide them and direct them. Let you define us. Let you give us our identity so that people know who we are in you and not be defined by our past by our mistakes, by our choices in the past, or by any of our circumstances that bring us negative images, that people think they know us before they even, well, know us. Lord God, you are the one that knows us inside and out better than we know ourselves, for you created us, Lord. I pray your peace and your comfort of the Holy Spirit over everyone, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray right now. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Handy Slapped Show. I'm your host, the Reverend Jordan Schrader. Always stay safe. Always be mindful of who you are in God. And take care. As always, of course, stay classy. Stay classy.